is Richard Wilson speaking. Um, there's some people who know me as Victor Meldrew, but as far as I'm concerned, Victor Meldrew's dead. And uh, thank you for downloading One Foot in the podcast. Should we talk One Foot? Let's talk One Foot, mate. Yeah. I've got a little, I've planned something very last minute, which I, I'll introduce when I feel it's good to, I can do it now, I could do it later, but I'll do an intro, right have a bit of casual chat. I don't know how it's going to go, mate, but what we're on, 11 and a half minutes, okay. Okay, welcome to a, no, I haven't rehearsed. Do you rehearse? Welcome to just... the Phoenix Club. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that in. Oh, God. <laughs> Like in your face, that's not staying in. That's, <laughs> that's yeah. not going. How many times did he say that? I'm not. I'm it's, not going up for a show here. Swigging <laughs> his beer. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love how he has a beer on stage. I always do. You ever think like how comedians? That's probably the hardest job in in entertainment. How do you remember the, the topics? Yeah. Because apparently, Billy Connolly yeah. used just to ad lib. Like every show was more or less different. Right. Yeah, but yeah. How do you remember yeah. these jokes? You know the topics you, you talk about, but how do you just like make sure it lasts the right? Yeah, that's time? it. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, you can remember the topics. That's true. You can just memorize those, can't you? But... Or if you're Al Murray, you just rely on audience participation almost, or just yeah. What's your name? Beautiful British name. What you do? <laughs> Takes the piss out of them, moves on, then yeah. gives them, you know. All right, I'll try and do it an intro again. Sorry, mate, um, yeah, can you try? Try it. Try. Yeah. Um, welcome back to One Foot the Podcast. With me is a fellow podcaster in. Simon, how you doing, Simon? Yeah, doing good, Tom. Good to uh, be back on 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 the pod. Yeah, great, great stuff, mate. Yes, how are you? Very good. Um, I've called you on at the last minute um, to be my guinea pig to test out. Well, I don't know. If I should give free advertising to Microsoft, but Skype because yeah, Zoom for any for, for any fellow podcasters like yourself would know Zoom is no longer free. Well, it is free, but there's more and more limits to it, and um, I'm too tight to pay for the premium package. So apparently Skype, old school Skype is uh, the better option. So I thought I'll just call me me old pal Simon on. I think I did ask Darren, who's Darren and yourself have been uh, regulars, haven't you? He's he's playing playing cricket tonight, isn't he? Young Dazza. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, Great sport. Got his first wicket. Congratulations, Darren. And uh, 22 runs, hasn't he, or something? So. Mm. Yeah, good, good man. He's celebrating in the in the clubhouse, so we'll uh, raise a, a glass to him tonight. Yeah, well done, uh, well done, Mr. Lloyd. Fantastic. I, I couldn't help but think of uh, Victor Meldrew complaining to Mr. <laughs> Laverick. Is that, is that the cricket you're listening to? You, you, you envisage it. Well, you know exactly what's going on. He's complaining to this workman, and he's not taking yeah. it seriously. Yeah. He's watching the cricket, and he's got a customer on the telephone. Like, he just doesn't care less. What was the other occasion that um, cricket was is mentioned? So Victor's in Hearts of Darkness listening to I the cricket with Mr. Sweeney, and that yes. obviously thumps the table when he when when the you know I'm assuming someone you know scores a six or something, and uh, yeah, and the pint comically flies over and lands on the bloke who's he's already annoyed that bloke hasn't he once? Yes. <laughs> the only other football aside, the only other sport that could have been um, mentioned. Uh, I think Richard Wilson told me, didn't he? He wanted Victor to have, to, to have like a golf-related <sighs> episode, right. but yeah. Yeah. David Remmett doesn't know much about golf, so he didn't didn't write no. this one. You could you could imagine Victor having a stab at golf, couldn't you? Getting all the gear. I mean, he does with the fishing, does he? When he when he starts fishing, he, he gets all yeah. the gear. Yeah. You know, when he when he starts cooking, he gets the cookie book, cook book and stuff. So when he gets into something, he yeah he he goes for it. So yeah, you could imagine it. Uh, it reminds me a bit of Larry David. Larry David in Kerb plays golf, yeah. doesn't he? Every now and then. Uh, so, and, and annoys yeah. people on the golf course, and yeah, so you can imagine Victor d- doing similar. I know. can imagine Victor about to take a swing, and yep. some kids putting him off in the background, like they do in Jackass. Where yeah, they're just yeah. peeing off the local um, <laughs> sort of sixty-year-olds playing, yeah, playing their golf uh, yeah, after lunch, and Victor would have a quite a time of it, wouldn't he, on the green? He was someone. Someone would nick his golf buggy and he'd have to yeah. chase after them yeah. I, yeah I can i can imagine him teeing off with mr swaney actually mr swaney yeah been so good yeah. But he likes his sport them. he likes his archery doesn't he in, yeah um, uh, oh gosh which episode that is 
Series four, isn't it? Um, well, if you don't, if you can't say off the top of your head, then I'm going to struggle because you're quite a whiz. With Darren knows this one off by heart because he, he he loves this scene particularly. He doesn't remember him telling, telling us. Mother, will you please get your head down? Or <laughs> get out of the way, or even <laughs> get your head off. Um, I think that one is. I can't remember. Yeah, but um, I know the very. Oh, isn't it? Um, Descent into the Maelstrom. That was the other one. Is that one. yeah, series four? Yeah, it. and then he asks for I think he complains to Mr. Swaney that the dry cleaners cocked up his um his order. Ah, he came home with a yeah. no, Mrs. Warboys came in with a gorilla suit, sorry. And he, and of course he thought he meant that he yeah. needed the one that fit him, yeah. And I remember him playing archery in that scene. I think it's that anyway. One I got one um, in the sports, there we go. This is what the one cut in the sport, like, yeah. I mean this sport. this yeah. I should have I should have said at the start of this um, episode we're not talking about anything specific to one foot. It's just gonna be anything that comes into our head as long as we can keep it to one foot as much as we can. But but before we delve a bit more into one foot land, if you haven't listened to it already, Simon here is a podcaster now. Oh. Don't forget your oh, goodbye. You're good making, you're making me blush. Oh. Make, yeah, if you can see him now, he's a, he's the same shade of red as the same one. shade as red as my blade shirt that I'm wearing. Yeah, Sheffield United. Yeah, but it's a really good. It's a, you know, I'm glad you're doing one um, one foot. No, I, I can, like I've said, I, I owe it to you, young man. You've uh, you've in, inspired me and encouraged me, and I'm having a great time. Yeah, really, really enjoying it. Just just had my first guest on uh, to record with me, and uh, yeah, just finishing series one and. Neil Morris is about to to enter the fray, which is where sort of a lot of people think it actually only really begins properly. Mm. Um, which you know, I don't. I, I'm a, I'm looking at the show as a whole, but I can see why people feel like that. You know, it is a very different beast, series one. But then series one, a lot of things are. You know, they lay the foundations and and then they build on it, don't they? So there's nothing wrong. Pretty with much, faulty towers, faulty faulty towers in the office aside, and maybe porridge. Most series ones are a little bit off compared to. The very much series so. onwards and very much so. Maybe I, think, I think even one foot. I think I've said to you before. You know the whole. It's a funny one, isn't it? Feel of one foot series one is is a little different to, to the rest. You know some of the jokes, even some of the jokes. You know, like in series one, episode one, you've got a joke about foot foot fetishists, foot, foot, foot fetish or whatever. Um, like one of the very first jokes in it, and I don't know. It just seems a bit, yeah, a bit a bit. I won't say extreme, but a little, yeah kind of um not subtle at all where i think the comedy comes much more subtly later on and, and you know victor's reactions to stuff so it has it yeah does have a, it does have a lot to do with character development and Very and also the actors themselves trying to find their feet yeah no pun intended with the title when you build a love for any sitcom you always go back to that first series or that particular series you weren't as fond of and you eventually go actually i really love this and mm. whether it's membrane badly one foot only falls that first the first series is a different kind of quality yeah. you know it's not up there with its peak but mm. it's i think it's also we've discussed before men made bad um sorry one foot it's a bit that much grainy the picture quality it's the uh yeah decor in the meldrew's house and of course it's a completely different house isn't it because a different house it's a much darker house isn't it you, you know yeah. it's, it's just lit even lit differently you know lit and lit and shot and um yeah, it just 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 feels different. But like I say there's nothing doesn't mean I don't like it. You know, I really do like yeah. it. Absolutely. If if Victor was a a cricket fan, so who, who would he? Which county would he be? Because we're guessing one foot is in sort of. I don't know enough about London. cricket and the cricket teams to know that men, many because I I used to play. I used to live opposite a cricket pitch. Oh right, cricket right. Nets. So I used to go up all the time. Yeah. And you know, and I got to a relatively okay standard. My brother and I stood in for one afternoon, just filled oh, in. But I basically, I don't know much about cricket, and I don't really like watching it on the TV. So I, I don't really know many teams. I think maybe clubs. what would be Middlesex, perhaps, or is that is that is that London way? I don't know. What what's 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 North London way in terms of counties? Um, They're all boroughs, aren't they? maybe. Not for sure. Does not cricket team? I don't know. Probably. Any cricket uh, fans out there help us out with this one? Because uh, yeah. I have no clue. I mean, it's weird he sports. I don't know why it's weird, but I don't have him down as an Arsenal fan. No, I don't. No, I, I don't at all. Is David Renwick an Arsenal fan? He's Luton based, isn't he, David? He's the Luton boy, isn't he? I think from from what you seem to talk about. So I thought he was more of a Luton Town fan. Um, yeah, I don't know what club because I think Arsenal relatively successful 
And for Victor to follow a relatively successful club, bit for me to question the writing <laughs> and everything that's surrounding their character. But I'd have had him yeah. down as a no offense to Tottenham fans, but a Tottenham. Yeah, Oscar. yeah, the I think FA Cup, fun. the FA Cup or two aside, not too much success. I think Arsenal these days aren't a not to, not not to make this a, a football podcast, but. They're, no. you know, they're not the club they were. But, they're, always um, the un- they're always the underdogs, Tottenham, aren't they? When you compare mm. them with Arsenal historically. And I think, yeah, Victor is very much an underdog. So He's yeah, so he would, such an underdog. Maybe there's something funny in the word Arsenal. I mean, obviously, beyond <laughs> the obvious, I've heard of Arse in there. You know, yeah. maybe that was what David liked. Because, you know, when you spoke to David, he said a lot of the time it is just what sounds funny and what yeah. even numbers are funny. You know, like, Odd numbers are funny, aren't they? Odd numbers are funny, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, pretty much every surname in the show is is quirky isn't it it is and i think we yeah. mentioned street names aside yeah any name is it sounds funny because mm. riverbank windgate doesn't sound that no. quirky does it do you want to play a quick fire round i got some oh, i would love to questions. sir all right and i'm not to. i'm not going to time you but i would like as an immediate answer as possible okay. and you can justify them along the way some are very simple some are yeah. Well, no, there's no complex questions here, but I'll just start off with a quick fire round. Victor or Margaret? Victor. Patrick or Pippa? Pippa. Mrs. Warboys or Mr. Sweeney? Mrs. Warboys. <laughs> what in the name of sanity or what in the name of bloody hell? Bloody hell. Anchovy and pineapple or ham and margarita? Anchovy and pineapple. It's got to be, yeah. You That's... animal? Really? Yeah, I think just oh. because of the way, just because Victor's had it, I think you just got to try it, haven't you? Like, you know, that would be. Well, strictly but... speaking, Margaret had it that night, didn't she? Cause... Ah, she did. She well, was, that was peed Victor's, off. Victor's had... um, yeah. And he has that sort of smug meal of type choice. Bite oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. When he <laughs> realised he had the wrong one, carried on eating it, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, oh well, I'm I'm halfway through this now, so yeah. <laughs> Nippy the taxidermy dog or Nicky the absconding cockatiel? Nicky, yeah. Um, the fact that he thinks it's a yep. toilet roll. Oh no, she thinks it's a toilet roll up a tree. And sends him <laughs> up to fetch it. Because <laughs> the crazed gardener, or Mister Gleason, the river littering thug. Ooh, probably the uh, the, the the thug, just because that was um, yeah. Victor got a, a fantastic measure of revenge on him. Obviously, still backfired because yeah, he, he still got beaten up, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, but both, yeah, but actually, yeah, both, both, got, both times Victor got beaten up that we saw on screen were, were by those two, wasn't it? So, yeah, I mean, Kazanzi was obviously presumably a lot friendlier and more of a laugh, but then he had that flick of a switch. Yes, and, you know, yes. as soon as his daughter's in his eyes is assaulted, that's it. Which sort of fair yeah. enough, but obviously he was a bit psychotic with it. Obviously, it was interesting because when we went to Tresillian Way on our trip last summer, we we sat, didn't we? And we said, oh, this is where Margaret and Mr. Sweeney sat having a conversation, and then the rearview mirror, you can see Vix's head come through the window, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> Which I do believe is a um, stuntman. Oh, it's all oh, right. I oh, think right. I mean, you can't tell, can you? So, yeah, you no. could easily be. Easily be. Yeah. It's a stuntman in Wisdom of the Witch when he fell out the window, was also yeah. a stuntman yeah. in James Bond, I believe. Oh, wow. I think, Thank yeah. You. And that stuntman, when he had to go through the, the window, I think yeah. he was due to go to a wedding or his daughter's wedding the next day right. and he had to ha- be bandaged up for it. Oh, so, he, yeah, oh. I th- I'm sure I read that in the, the infamous Richard Webber book. Is that because is that um, both Sean Connery and um, Richard Wilson are forically challenged? Is that, is that why? Sort of... <laughs> I can't remember if he's a stuntman <laughs> for one of the Bonds or just a baddie in a film. Oh, the... just, just a baddie, like, yeah, I can't yeah, remember. Yeah. Someone will have, to, will have to let me know or I could just find out. Anyway. There's a fantastic um, stuntman, slightly off time. Called yeah. Stuart Fell, who he's done a lot of stuff with Lasse Summer Wine. I think that's a great name for a stuntman, isn't it? Stuart Fell. Yeah. <laughs> that's a bit coincidental, isn't it, that name? I think whenever they need a Bill, Bill Owen to go down the hill in, like, I don't want to say Battle because I don't want to That's spirits. what, yeah, that's, that's the one thing. Wine it, yeah. But, yeah, you know, whatever, like bicycles or whatever, yeah, they'd always stick him <laughs> on it because he was small and looked a bit like Compo from the back. So, yeah, anyway. Sorry. We spoke about um, Lasse Summer Wine the other day, didn't we? It's like, it's one of those that, it really it seems to stick with a certain generation. Yeah. But there's the odd fan like yourself who still appreciates it. And for me, I can appreciate it, but I, I couldn't say I watched it vividly. 
I think the the earlier series are much sharper and wittier, and almost a very different um, vehicle in some ways. Um, and then it becomes an ensemble piece, you know, with like pretty much anyone who's been in a sitcom in the last four years appears in it. Um, Did you get the impression they were just churning out series after series just to make it the longest yeah. ever? And I when think so. Compo died, I felt that, oh, that should have been that it. Really, I just yeah. yeah, I remember watching that, and it yeah. was wasn't it like a um, countryside. There's always countryside, but I'm sure the end of the compo episode where they pay tribute to him, they sort of helicopter they views get, of the countryside of just fade, um, fading out. Is that right? Is they I... do, yeah. And they get they get boiler suits and put them out and spell out, see your compo on a hillside. So mm. they get all these boiler suits and lay them out so it just looks really nice. And I think Clegg has this line which never fails to bring a tear to my eye where he says, I thought you'd like one last wander through the hills, old old son. Oh, why, like why boiler suits, just, by the way? Sorry? Why, why did they use boiler suits? What I don't it? know. I think it was part of a part of a joke earlier in the episode that they got these boiler suits left over for some for some reason. Uh, okay. So and I think it was right rather than paint the hill white or have loads of people stood there. It's like, oh, we'll just play these boiler suits out. So Okay. Um yeah, one of those shows. It's there's something about it I really like. Um but yeah, the later ones sort of very hit and miss. Very hit and miss. Um, okay. but then when you run two hundred and I don't know what did I say the other day, two hundred and eighty episodes, something like that, it's it's gonna Mm. You can have a few stinkers in there, aren't you? Of course um, you are. Of course you are. We've only got forty two one foot. Forty two, is that right? Six, six is a thirty. Forty six, there you go. Yeah. Is that um not including the two uh comic relief specials? Right, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Katie the cleaner or Petra and Marie? Uh Petra Petra and Marie. Um, they come as just, one. I, I I see them as twins, just, but they're not. Oh they? they're yeah, just yeah. Just just the fact Victor goes in there kind of innocently, doesn't he? Well, we think innocently. He's a bit of a yeah, a bit of a lech, perhaps on the sly. Who knows? <laughs> um, uh, and yeah, just all manner of things go wrong. The whole midgets thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, midgets, midgets. Um, <laughs> yeah, just 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 great. And yeah, they. Um, it seems to just wind, yeah, it just winds Margaret up, doesn't it? And, and obviously builds nicely in that episode to the sort of, you know, the nice reconciliation at the end. Um, but yeah, sort of wrong place at the wrong time for those two. Just quite Very innocent, right. aren't they really? But just get caught up in the yep. middle of it. So. <laughs> Victor Meldrew or Alfred Meldrew? Now, when I come up with this one, I just thought in the context of the specific episode, like who was more who are you backing more yeah who are you backing um, more because you you feel for alfred don't you because yeah you know he hasn't seen his brother for 25 years he's made the, no. effort, the effort to come from new zealand to you know london yeah. Yeah. he's been treated like crap but then of course mm. it's it's turned around when they're reminiscing through the old times but then of course that, um that, that's it that that really it, 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 it's sort of a bit of a, a you know stat, bit of a stabbing what's the word yeah, bit of a poignant moment, isn't it? Because mm. you do feel that yeah, Victor's kind of been worn round by it, hasn't he? And and then yeah, it all goes wrong. I think Victor is not particularly spiteful to his face, is he? But then doesn't excuse it. I mean, we see it as an audience, and we hear him moaning to to Margaret about it, but he doesn't sort of do anything particularly to him apart from being a little bit short with him. He's a bit, so he's probably, a bit yeah, probably Alfred, aggressive. Probably Alfred overall, I'd say. He's got us, yeah, he's, that's probably he's what made I'd the say. Effort. Um, um, but they, they seem to have made it up, don't they? Because they're writing to each other right, by yeah. um, the trial, aren't they? Trial, yeah. Um, which is, uh, yeah. It's a shame we didn't see him again, really. But then I suppose, it, you know, what else do you do? You kind of done, done, well, done him as the slightly... We, short, well, we, you know. do, we, we do see him again, don't we, Mr. Member Badly podcast? We do. Um, is that after... The parallel Richard universe Pierce? that uh, he is... Richard Pearson. Uh, he has... So what that would make... Gary. Series three, series four. Series series four, yeah. Three girlfriends. Um, Gary's been dumped by Dorothy, and he's trying to crack on with the three girlfriends of Tony. And he was uh, yeah, so close. To staying there. Gary has never been so close to um, going on a date with Deborah. Oh, he's got it in the bag, hasn't he? So frustrating. You had him a mother during that list, that wedding. You know, he had all these people to the make. He went to make Dorothy jealous, didn't he, for, for her wedding party? <laughs> and how would how did he not have Deborah at number one? Like, who does Gary know? Uh, You're ahead of my mother. It, it <laughs> woman at woman at the video shop or woman in the corner shop? Or she must like have that. been an absolute stonker. Like, because Deborah's beautiful, isn't she? <laughs> a bit of a salt. 
yeah, so, yeah. Oh, sorry, good off topic. Anyone who doesn't who hasn't watched Made Me Mad, this is to, to you know. Start well, I'd say if you never watched it, start with series four because you can't really go wrong with, with that series. I think that's just his, his height of his powers. You got the drunk episode. Mm. You got in bed with Dorothy where Dorothy's ill, um, and Gary's trying to look after her. It's a great episode. Um, you got the trilogy of Don, Gary and Dorothy splitting up and then reconciling. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's just so many great, great episodes, great lines in that uh, that series. So yeah, that would make in our in our in our sort of fan fiction, it would make Gary Victor's nephew, wouldn't it? It would. It would. Uh, yeah. Richard Pearson's Gary's dad and Victor. To be brother. fair, in one in one from the grave, it's all about the cousins, uncles, aunties, nephews, nieces. You, you know, they always reference. Yeah. So you, you you can make that up in your head that Gary is a distant, well, sort of a distant relative. Um, yeah. Okay, Beast in the Cage or the Trial? Beast in the Cage. Yeah, I'd agree. Hands down, I think I, yeah. it's one one episode that I always, when I was watching it growing up, looked forward to that one. If I was, you know, mm-hmm. put an episode on or trying, you know, in fact, when I was getting the DVD, buying the videos, it took me a while to track down that particular yeah. video because I was buying them in the sort of, you know, three episodes uh, per, per videotape. Yeah. Um, and there's just so many great lines in there, isn't there? Um, the trial's a tricky one because there's only Victor, and although Richard Wilson does a great job, if you put the two together, like you say, you asked me to go head to head, then I think just having Mar- having Margaret, particularly Mrs. Warboys in there, it's just brilliant. You know, if I ask anyone about one for the grave who's just kind of a casual fan, they'll say that episode, um, or the one, the one in the traffic jam. Um, they just they, those are the I I pick those two episodes out because they seem to be. You know, if you did numerous polls, those two episodes come out as two of the most popular. Right. Yeah. Uh, people may just, I'm not basing that on anything. I haven't really done any polls for a long time, but yeah, okay. Beast and Cage, I'd agree with that. Um, Wisdom of the Witch ending, or Things Aren't Simple Anymore ending. Bear in mind, it was, Wisdom was going to be considered um, in the last episode. Wisdom of the Witch is a funny one because I saw it many years after it had first been on. Mm. I think I'd seen series six before I saw that one, weirdly, because just the way I was either watching it or buying the videos or whatever. So I actually didn't know what was going to happen. And so I was, yeah, really shocked. So it had me on the edge of the seat. But then mm. I, then logic kicks in because I'm thinking, well, I've seen series six and this happens after. So he can't be dead. But the fact he has you thinking he's dead for about five minutes, is it? Maybe even less. I don't know. It's enough, isn't it? Yeah. You've got it hanging over. In fact, you've got Margaret narrating this from the from the um, graveside um, for the whole episode. You forget she's there, don't you? Kind of, it does, yeah. does it really, really well. Um, I think, though, on reflection, I've gone back and I've really loved Series 6, particularly since mm. I've been listening to your pod and going back and watching. So I'd probably say that one, just because that that brings a, 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 draws a line beneath the series and does it in yeah. such an emotionally strong way. That one, the, the the other one, sort of played more for laughs. The kind of big reveal that he's not dead is, and also hearing a laugh, isn't it? Almost so. I, th- I feel, yeah, and with wisdom, I think it it drew a line under Patrick and Victor's relationship. Like they, yeah. you know, finally Victor yeah. did that one heroic thing, yeah, and that would have made them be friends for for, for life. Yeah, but alas, that wasn't the case. Um, because no, Patrick still found. Although, although you to... could argue he doesn't ever go to the extremes he was going to before. Of the and then, yeah, something to do the fact they moved out and they weren't living next door. Yeah. But you know, he wasn't playing the pranks he was playing or whatever the sticky note pranks and stuff. Um, yeah, just going back to Wisdom of the Witch, he said I, I do enjoy it particularly as well because it has a reference to snooker in there. You know, both oh. both Dazza and I are big snooker fans, and and yeah, the big reveal when Victor's alive, isn't he? And he says something like, "Oh, always the same with Jimmy White, and the final goes to pieces." And that's at the time Jimmy White. Jimmy White had lost six finals in the World Snooker Championship. Uh, you know, got there six times and lost. And then he also oh. makes a joke, doesn't he, about these are these uh, angles like the ball's going to fly out and hit you in the eye. Which is true, back. isn't it? Because when you it does, <laughs> it is quite a, you know. I remember watching snooker in the nineties on and off, and you think that's quite a revolutionary angle. Was oh yeah, yeah. I say revolutionary, but you didn't often yeah. get that any no. sort of uh, in any sport, sort of any sort of sort of up and up close and personal type angle. 
Um, I've noticed sometimes they, they manage to get a camera in the corner of a goal every now and then. Um, I don't know how they do it, whether they sort of focus zooming really close from a camera behind it or something, but you do see sometimes the ball literally sort of flying in and, and sort of camera do you, do, you, do you remember when 3D TV was trying to yeah, take off? It, it did, really did it, but I watched one or two 3D football matches and yeah. I was impressed. It, it it did feel like you were on the touchline at time. It was just it was some it was a different yeah. quality to it, but it never took off, did it? Like I after, remember after Avatar two thousand and nine, it's like three D. Yeah. And I remember thinking, three D's been around <laughs> for years. Why is it only just? But actually, it was a different kind of three D. If that makes sense, it, yeah. Obviously, in the media world, but it yeah. it just wasn't a thing. Like I I thought it would be massive, and also um, VR technology that uh, virtual reality headsets they didn't really take off. No, I mean they're sort of funny. You say I, we went, we took uh, my son Harrison to a um, uh, Christmas elf ride at our local garden centre, and they use VR headsets in, in a vehicle. Mm. So that was one use of it, but you know that was obviously a big company that had, had sort of you know, invested in the technology. I think it's just trying to get it right. I, you know, I've got a VR headset that I use at home, just you know, play around, and it uh, ends up becoming um, yeah. It ends up ends up being quite a um, tricky thing sometimes to get the calibration right, what have you. So yeah, it's not not the easiest thing to get so, right. So um, things aren't simple anymore. Ending then. I'd say things aren't simple anymore. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, Wingate Drive or Riverbank? Hmm. Um, I think the in visiting these two locations in the flesh. Obviously, absolutely hmm. love Tresillian Way, but that house and Wingate Drive. Uh, Wall, I can't remember the street name now. That was a lush, big house on the corner. Yeah, I was. think the, I think the Meldridge had downgraded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's there's a bit of mystery about about Wingate, and I think um, I mean you've read the book, haven't you? Maybe there's more elaboration on the. Is there more elaboration on on that house in that book, or because it's series one? I haven't book, I haven't picked up the second book for a while, right. and I only a couple chapters in. But in the first book. I don't think there's much to. I don't. I was oh, not. We know. We know why come. they changed location. I think partly to, to do with the owners wanting more money. Yeah. yeah. But um, you can only really do that if the, if a series is properly established. And I think. Yeah. I know that as we learned at Tresillian Way, the neighbours living in Mr. Sweeney's house. Yeah. You know they probably had the upper hand with controlling the money because they needed to get that series six done, but. Yeah, well, she said one. no, didn't she? Originally, she said no, yeah. I don't, don't want to do it, and and they said, oh, well, it's the last one, so yeah, that's why. What was it? Five hundred quid or something? That's... Wasn't much, but then she's like she said in those days, five hundred quid was 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 quite a bit. So yeah, yeah, you okay, know, probably, so probably like a cruise, perhaps, isn't it? Or you know, a decent holiday at least, you know, in twenty two thousand um, or a shopping trip to um, a shopping trip to M and S food. M and S, yeah, that might get you uh, a few groceries. So, are you going with Wingate Drive or Riverbank? Um, uh, no, probably probably Riverbank, just yeah. because that's where we see, you know, the, the vast majority of their adventures. Um, and like I say, it's just a nicer lit house. It's much more. If I was choosing a house to live in, I would I would live there. Yeah, um, yeah without a doubt. Okay, and um, on to some more poignant moments now. Mr. Swain and Mrs. Meldridge chatting, dawn a man, or Mr. Foskett finding out his wife and kids have left him. Mm, well i've already referenced that you have yeah you did already so i'll probably go with that one i think just because that is such a from left field isn't it it just really you don't know where it's come from well you can see it having built up you know the fact we are talking mr foskett are we sorry no um mr sweeney oh sorry yeah sorry yeah yeah yeah. no way sorry mr sweeney yeah i think it's become it's come from left field with him as well because he's always been cheery but then you, you saw him in series five kind of be heartbroken with tanya you know and, and the fact that he perhaps always just be not a loser but he'll just never win will he he'll never kind of get what what he wants because he, he, he always always put the people's first so it was quite brave of renwick i think to to do do it in that way and it's actually his last appearance on screen isn't it you know we hear about afterwards that he's kind of chalked it down to experience hasn't he and He's not. And he was very pleased that the uh, American report had actually yeah. blown up in, on, in a minefield. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> he's quite so, pleased. But well, at the time, you... actually hearing that is, you know, you hear just a tone shift, and it's yeah. a credit to Owen 
Brendan's acting, isn't it? That he oh, can just play it. You know, he's gone from this jovial six series of, of yeah, yeah. You know, care in the community kind of guy, but yeah. everyone else first. To like, well, who's yeah. gonna look after me? Well, you've you've referenced it, but I'll ask anyway. Mr. Sweeney finding out Tanya has a boyfriend, or Victor ripping up his script. Yeah, Mr. Sweeney. I think I think with Victor in his script, because he had so many passing things, it's yeah. not really that bigger a thing. Is you know, you kind of move. He does, and we know he does move on from it, doesn't he? And and like he gets into amateur dramatics and stuff later on. So yeah, yeah I think he he he. But with Mr. Sweeney, he's never he hasn't got anyone, has he? Obviously, no. his, his mother dies. Um, his mother's still alive at that time, isn't she? When when he gets heartbroken, because mm. she doesn't die until she dies between series, doesn't she? between Starbound and Endgame, I think, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. Because, okay. you know, you're led to believe this nurse is interested in him, aren't you? You know, the way it's the way it's kind of written. Well, it, you, get, you get a very rare moment of, you know, a bit more character development of Mr. Swain. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, we're going to focus on, on on his world for a bit. On You know, and he yeah. gets, sort of gets close. I mean, Tiny is seems to give him the i, I think i think yeah. if you read into it i think she did like him but she was with this rich older guy who's a bit miserable oh, yeah. yeah um she was so but well, well, he's got probably money. Um, not everyone does that but i think we all do that don't know they go for money if they can I, I feel like that was the uh yeah she was far better suited to mr swaney i mean maybe if mr swaney had shown a bit more kind of get up and go about it you know he had to be egged on to do it didn't he and all right he did he did sort of get on with Mr. it but, but, but yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's great <laughs> margaret playing cupid she's yeah. yeah she's just sort of she, she felt badly didn't she she, she felt did bad for she set it all up she was sort of egg, you know say egging him on what have you and again that's that kind of like you know you don't want mrs Swain probably feels more of a fool because of that the fact you know she was trying to be nice and you know, you kind of mm. don't. It's that you sort of you don't want that sympathy because you want it to happen organically. You know, you you yeah. he, he felt like he'd done it himself. Or he wants to feel like he's done it himself, and he's not been pushed into doing it. So yeah, yeah no, I think I think that definitely is is yeah. I've got, you know what? Looking back, you forget these moments, don't you? These these yeah. little moments of sort of tragedy, tragedy almost, isn't it? Really, in these characters' lives. Yeah. Uh, uh, even Mrs. Warboy's finding out about Chris. Um, you know, again, it's played for laughs when in the reveal, isn't it? With that absolutely priceless moment of Victor in the headphones. Um, but but beneath it is a really sad story, isn't it? That this woman has thought he was having an affair, um, set up a private investigator, and then falls for the private investigator. You know, just which to... which tells you he probably was having an affair because he just yeah. just like that left her for yeah. you know. But uh, yeah, okay. Well, um, so you're going with um, Mr. Sweeney? Go with Mr. Sweeney, yeah. Like I said, okay. I think Victor's is although it's it's a, it's an episode, it's an example of Margaret being quite cruel, isn't it? Which we don't see a huge amount of. We see her getting wound up and frustrated, but we never see a kind of deliberate attempt to upset Victor. Whereas here, this is kind of you know, arguably, if you're a writer, you've got to be prepared for critics, haven't you? And I wonder if there was something in that with Renwick, where perhaps that's how someone had given him some feedback once, and he hadn't taken it too well. You don't know, do you? Um, yeah. yeah, it was uh, it was a bit of an off moment by Margaret. I mean, yeah, any, any yeah. kind of uh, hobby he he took up, she was she wasn't best pleased. Well, she no. she downplay it, and mm. you know, from series one, she said, not paraphrasing, but you got to keep busy, retired mm. now, you know, mm. find a hobby. You know, whether it's the art class with yeah. Mrs. Mulavera, who who was is you know naked model, whether it was yes. um, the naked um, woman strapped to the roof rack, strapped to the roof rack. Yeah, you know, create making a, t- a teddy toy for one of her nephews in. Um, oh yeah, can't remember which episode that was now. Whether it was um, a um, maintaining his wooden puppet, she just always gave him a bit of grief. Mm. So uh, anyway, yeah, I mean, okay. we see her hobbies apart from the acting, do we? You know, oh yeah, she, she, she does the acting first, and then he gets into acting later on. But we never see much of what she does. Um, no. So maybe there's a little bit of jealousy that he's kind of getting out and doing his own I thing. Mean, she's, she's in part-time work, so that uses yeah. up half a week. And I think in series six, in um, 
I, I'm really rusty with episode names. You know, it's the one yeah. scene only. Uh, you know, power cut episode. Threatening weather. There you go. See. Yeah. She was. Was it? I don't know. It was that episode, or it might have been series five. Uh, you know, when she's trying to keep the money she's found. I think it was. Oh in, uh, yeah. In only the, a story um, or. Uh, hole in the sky. And she she said yeah. she's just afraid of basically turning into Victor. Or, yeah. You know, which yeah. got a laugh. Not turning into him, but becoming as, as, as miserable as he fill, can be. Fill your days with mad cooking recipes and. Um, yeah. yeah. That's another hobby, you know, balls. see the seafood thing. Although I know he calls it literally caused a stink, but gave him a lot of grief for that. I'm, I'm going to move on to the next question. The cool. death of Albert or the death of Mildred? Jimmy Jewell, obviously, Albert in uh, Who Will Find. Um, you sort of think this is an easy one the contrast with the death of Mildred uh, compared with what we'd seen of those characters, a bit like the Mr Sweeney thing you'd seen only seen one thing not that there's anything wrong with that You know, Mm. it was really well done what they did but their their characters are very much you know, think this is plodding along, plodding along and then it's like a sharp U-turn of of your expectations and, and it's the same but he went one step further with his character I mean arguably I suppose maybe I don't know if he thought about it. You, you could add shock value by having Mr. Sweeney having done that, but maybe that was a step too far to be have a you know, loved character, mm. you know, hang himself. So have someone who's can you imagine that? In, oh, can you imagine if 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 Mr. Horrible, Sweeney done himself in after absolutely horrible, absolutely horrible. But you know, I think it's bad enough that it's Mildred Mildred who's again someone who's only ever seen as cheerful and positive and and annoying happy families. Um, I remember, yeah, I remember because obviously I went watching that series when it went out. That that was a, 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 just a bizarre moment because you just don't see it coming, really. In fact, they're kind of dodge, trying to dodge the call all episode. Yeah, yeah, it's just that running joke, isn't it? Of, yeah, you don't don't pick the phone up. Um, yeah, when they're around, uh, Jimmy Jewel is sad. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Albert, um, and just the mindlessness, the fact he's you know just robbed and left for dead, and, and obviously that's yeah. really nice. Um, and blind, and the blind music as well. in that episode is just so well done. It just really, you know, uh, haunts you actually. But again, then that's almost I'm not saying played for laughs, but you kind of have um, uh, Mr. Swaney get the news, and then he chats to Pippa, and then says about the two spots. And then she looks at Victor, and he's got two spots. Mm. So then that's the laugh there, isn't it? Whereas you kind of with the with the Mrs. with the um, Mildred thing, there's no really opportunity to laugh. Because it, you know, what what is there to laugh at with that? Is yeah. you know, I almost thought with the happy family line where <clears throat> where he says, "Oh, she only needed someone to live." Yeah, sorry, sorry, she only needed someone to win. I thought that would that someone might have laughed at that, but either they cut it or not, I don't know. But yeah, that was just. Sort of, it, I, I remember. I, I'm sure I remember a few laughs from that, but it was maybe it wasn't. Maybe I'm remembering, yeah. but it's one of those moments where yeah, it, you kind of expect some some i don't know it, yeah you just you yeah you didn't sorry don't expect you didn't expect something like that at all it was really yeah. just 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 shocking um and I think someone the... that they disliked mm. i think it was even harder because actually when it came down to it you know you know you can't help feel sympathy because all right yeah you probably didn't like these people but that's the really tragic things to happen to happen you know and the fact he's now left alone uh ronnie uh, well the thing is you've got suicide versus murder and the suicide thing's tragic because she's obviously had this depression she was trying to keep for however many years yeah and you've got a helpless pensioner Mm. blind um thinks his family Mm. keeping in touch which is a nice thing but it may happen but we we know that that they clearly clearly got family in australia who who never hardly write because he didn't he say he goes oh he often forgets to write, but I'm glad he has. Yeah. Yeah, well, not exactly word for word. Yeah. And then he gets, you know, all use the last of his pennies rather than getting proper locks fitted on yeah. his bendy dinosaurs. Then gets, you know, therefore his, his his locks aren't working. Gets robbed. Gets killed. I I mean what I mean I'm not answering for you, but I think I feel like if you did a poll, I think the out, death of Albert would probably be seen as because well, well, at least at least um, Mildred had. Ronnie and you know yeah, she true. Lived in, okay, she's got holidays, didn't they, and all sorts, and yeah, they lived, they lived, they lived quite a good life. And uh, but it's not my answer. Yeah. I wouldn't begrudge you of 
through the mill. Yeah, I think I think I say I was just probably more more shocked because it was a character that we'd known and was yeah. almost just a one joke character. You know, mm. that, that was the joke with them, wasn't it? Um, yeah. And then just just these these two. Did Gordon Peters open up when you interviewed him? Did he say anything about? It? Did you ask him about the suicide thing? What what he thought of it? Whether it was I, too I, far or? Got a bit. I can't remember. I think right. I think he spoke about how it what you know. It it was a typical um, move by Renwick to like shock you, but yeah. I'd have to listen to it again. It might be an, an yeah. opportunity for me to get my dear listeners to, uh, to listen in again. Yeah, and, listen uh, again. Yeah, let me yeah. know if I uh, covered that. I could just listen, can't I? Pass it yeah. on to people who haven't listened to it yet. You know, at, at my listening uh, fi- uh, figures. So are you going with Mildred? I'm still going with Mildred. Yeah, I think just because okay. she. Um... Yeah, just just the just the fact that Ronnie's left, you know, alone. I think okay. for me that's even harder. All right. Um, but I can see can see the reasoning with the with, it's, with, it's, with, that's, that's why I picked it. It's it's a very it's a very difficult one. Okay, yes. f- final yes. one for you. The um, Hearts of Darkness, the care the care home residents finding justice, or li- little Adam being reunited with his apparent dead dad in um, who's listening? All right. So you mean for like. Yeah, I mean, with, you know, tearful one, moment, like yeah, victory moment. I'm with you now. Okay, um, with, with these questions, I, I suppose I'm not. I'm purposely not being clear on. The no, no, it's good. No, question, it's just how you perceive yeah, it. Like yeah. whether you, um, whether you're looking at the storyline quality, whether you're looking at what was the poignancy element, what was the happier between the two. I think the the cow guys. I think because the other one is is a lovely ending, mm. but it's just not that believable for me it, it, you know the fact that all those things happened at the time you know the fact he he's there was the phone lines were down or something the fact did someone steal his car or something you know it was just almost a bit too much coincidence and it was just a little bit cliched at the end you know it was it was a christmas and then there was a happy ending um yeah. and probably a little bit cynical of me you know but that's not there it goes all oh, that was a that was a perfect ending for it um but yeah, I think with that, with with the other one, um, yeah, there's just more feeling to it. I kind of yeah, just 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 really get get behind that one much more. Um, okay. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I. It's hard to. It's hard not to say because that little boy, because the residents yeah. have they they're it's all context, isn't it? The, is, the little yeah. boy was going to, as far as he was concerned, live the rest of his life without a dad. True. Yeah. These the residents have lived a long life, although True. Yeah. near the end of their life they've they've experienced the misery for however long. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, I'm not saying the bigger picture is one is better than the other, but yeah. I just yeah. love that I just I'm a sucker for the who's listening Christmas special. I think that's yeah. No, my fate. I've, that. I've yeah. said Endgame and one for the Algarve. I think who's listening? When when I when I when it comes to Christmas and I've got my list of Christmas specials to watch, yeah. who's listening is right up there. Nice, oh, um, good. good. But yeah. it's hard. You know, it's just so it tricky. Beats, isn't it? It beats Man in the Long Black Coat. Then you prefer that to Man in oh, the Long Black Coat. Yeah. I think Man in the Long Black Coat is my least favorite. Really interesting. Yeah, not a lot happens in that. But I mean, the tragedy with Pippa and a, a yeah. born child. Yes. Yeah. But ultimately, and it, it there's obviously there's laughs in every one foot episode. Yeah, not a lot happens. It just doesn't feel much. No, you're right. There's the whole there's the whole compost thing, which just goes on for mm. quite a long time. There's the whole tablets and you know getting used to taking the wrong tablets and things. Yeah, you're right. There's just not there's not a there's a lot of gags and a lot of things in there, isn't there? But there's no. Yeah, you're right. There's a satisfying story to to that, isn't there? Of um, it's almost yeah redemption for Victor. Mm. was it redemption victor or, or yeah just kind of it was the post-it yeah. notes thing wasn't it like uh, yeah it, he and patrick made up at the end yeah but yeah. then the very next episode they're at each other's throats again or more so patrick to victor yeah. but yeah definitely who's listening what about you i think the shock value is of of um of the hearts of darkness the victory at the end of that because the shock is kind of so strong whereas with the losing the you know the dad that die and there's no real anyone to blame for that is there i don't think no just the thing it, it depends hit out at with you each as one. you as a viewer like yeah I, I'm, I'm more comfortable watching who's listening because i know it's a for once a, a positive ending 
which is a very rare Renwick thing to do. And you yeah. know, it's a difficult watch halfway onwards, isn't it? Mm. Oh um, yeah, again, again, that's another one that just can completely changes your expectation. You think you're gonna have this whole episode of farce in the countryside of mm. all these things going wrong, and then yeah, it just kind of, kind of almost becomes another episode. You know, it's like a standalone episode of of yeah, Victor stumbling across this house, and um, yeah, interesting way of, of writing that episode of kind of having the funny bit to start with and then ending on, and then also you kind of got Victor potentially committing manslaughter because if those people are left out there in that field who knows how long before they're kind of seen you know I, yeah. you know anyone knows they're there and they perhaps could either you know die of starvation or thirst or whatever so i know that's probably again a little bit extreme maybe someone would find you're not you're not wrong i think, I think i'm sure <laughs> discussed this before like there's yeah. repercussions isn't there in this day and there age he, he'd get he'd get he'd, he'd be commended for what he did but yeah he'd be given plenty a good a good talking to at the very good least from to, a legal yeah, level. Basically, I mean, he's described as a vigilante, he, isn't he? The, 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 the residents call him the like the, the lone ranger. He's like a vigilante in the night who just turns up and, yeah, kind of delivers justice and then and then clears off. Um, yeah. So, yeah, there's, there's that element, which, again, just you have to suspend, um, you know, belief a little bit, don't you, that, that okay, well, yeah, probably will, they will be found. There's a chance they might not be found. And... I don't know if you're Victor, you'd probably like Victor feels guilt in the end, doesn't he? When he, when he gets Mr. Laverick back and locks him in, he feels bad about it, doesn't he? Um, yeah, I suppose so what Mr. Laverick's done. Yeah, we actually see a reveal of that. Um, whereas potentially the better thing to have done was probably left them, you know, just tied up outside or in the concrete blocks outside for the police to, to spot them. Uh, Do you think he would have got? Is the assumption there that Mr. Sweeney helped him? Isn't I think Mr. so, yeah, because he says always oh, that's still that bag of spent. So actually, yeah, you got Mr. Sweeney, you know. He, he's there, yeah. he's very much what's the what's the legal what's the legal term? He's um accomplice, isn't he? Accomplice. Yeah, or... he's an accomplice. He's he's in the frame, isn't he? Because he, he would help lug those four yeah. th- three carers and the manager. Yeah. One of them was a heavyish bloke, um, Skullcrusher Henderson in bottom. Skullcrusher Henderson, yeah, he's Skullcrusher. Oh, that's isn't it? And they are watching an episode of the Young Ones, aren't they? Which is a, uh, bottom, a weird... uh, they're watching bottom, I believe. Is it what a bottom? They're actually oh. watching bottom, yeah. That's a weird, weird coincidence, isn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you've got um, one of the one of the actresses is in fa- in the far show. I can't remember. She her. Is. Oh, My she bum is, looked big she? in this. Oh yeah. Terrible. I can't remember her name. That's that's. Yes, uh... of course she is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, um, I mean, arguably, you know, it's a field a farmer might well spot them the next because they almost and, certainly, you know, you know the farmer so, will be, you know, eventually within within the uh, within the day. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's it's it, it, it reminds of me of a another great sitcom like The League of Gentlemen. There's a there's a little sketch in that where the the a farmer has left someone in a field who's been having an affair with a farmer's wife and dresses him up as a scarecrow and puts a bag on his head. And gags him um and the whole it's a little bit sinister but the the, the thing is these little girls who are the the, the, the daughters i mean you, you watched the league gentlemen you... i have watched i haven't watched it like several times i've watched yeah. um i've watched it but it's just one of yeah. those i don't go back to very often oh see, I, I, I do I, 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 I adore it. it so harvey you know harvey the toad guy and and val harvey and val their daughters know this guy's there and go and talk to him but sort of stop short of actually helping him won't actually kind of go to the police and say oh you know um yeah this guy's this guy's so anyway yeah it's just another slightly sort of similar yeah. and this this guy's exacted revenge by sticking them in the field and making them a scarecrow uh, but then victor kind of gets his own someone sort of victor gets a bit of not punishment but just deserts because someone dresses him up as a scarecrow didn't they and um, that's that's rich. very true that, so, that comes after that's a darkness, weird isn't parallel it? isn't it <laughs> yeah, is that in Wisdom? Wisdom of the Witch, yeah. 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 So just again, just thought of that, just as we're discussing this here. Yeah. Um, there's a sort of yeah parallel there. Um, maybe just completely coincidental, but yeah. yeah. Oh, I do the business. Will you look at this, bastards? Can you believe the nerve of this? I've skinned their ruddy heights for them. <laughs> 
yeah. I think we should end things on a Mel Drummond. Have you got a Mel Drummond for us? Oh gosh, Mel Drummond. Um, I've got one. If you haven't, probably. Wait, wait go on, you go first. You go first. Go on, you go first. It's quite simply a Zoom is my Mel Drummond because right. You know, for all this time they've been, you know, they've offered a. I mean, I haven't got a letter to stand on because it's been free, and yeah, most free things come to an end eventually of any yeah. value. So for anyone unaware. It's completely free to use Zoom, but it was for an unlimited amount of recording. I could have a chat with one other person like I'm now. Yeah. And that'll be, I could talk for hours and then stop the recording and it uploads my audio file and video file and that's that. Now they put a limit to four, to have a 40 minutes maximum and then the recording would automatically end. You can rejoin, but that's just a faff. Um, so and i know that's the case when i've had you and darren on when there's been three of us that was 40 mm. minutes and yeah i accepted that because it's like you kind of everything your own way just had to reconnect you know the uh, video call but when they announced that um the one-to-ones were just limited to 40 minutes that was a bit of a pain so yeah. i feel like they could lose a lot of customers because you know unless you're a regular podcaster um, I don't think it's worth paying the 80, 90, 100 quid. Personally, if you're only going to do once one episode in a blue moon. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I've, Skype, which has been around for, I think, a lot longer than Zoom. Fair play. Mm-hmm. It's so far <laughs> letting me record. We're over an hour in. But by the time this is edited down, it won't be probably this long. So no. my, that, that's my moan. It's, unfortunately, it's just a shame that they, they've lost their... I say they lost a customer, but they haven't lost anything because they haven't paid for anything. So... <laughs> I don't no, know who the winner is or no, who the loser is here. No. But Skype seems good. Um, but like you say, more and more people are talking online now, because it's the pandemic. Mm. And you think, well, this is a chance to kind of, you know, not not exploit people for that. But it's kind of what yeah. they're doing, isn't it? It's like, well, actually, the pandemic's, you know, people aren't, people don't need to, don't need it anymore. So we'll we'll kind of point the prices up or we'll make it, yeah, make it premium. So you have to upgrade. Mm. It's the same with a lot of them, isn't it? You know, I looked at Google um, and Google's, Google's free, but you can't record. Um, handy. And we said about Teams, but we think Teams is a bit clunky. Um, yeah. I don't know how much you trust Teams. Um, there's one I've used on the other night when I was doing my pod with JIT.si, which was okay, but seems to be limited by the size of the upload box because you have to put it into Dropbox automatically, and it's limited by the size of that file. So unless you pay for Dropbox data storage. Can you just save it to your desktop rather than save No, it? don't think so. I think they've got you there. They, 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 it will only see. upload. You have to have a drop, and I have got a Dropbox account, so it's fine. Yeah. And I've got, it's only like two gig free. So, uh, you know, I mean, I, what's, I, a, what's an hour long recording? One point something gig or whatever. So, roughly. Yeah. I, I've got an additional Meldrum main. Um, Again, unfortunately, it's it, it's given sort of free a free plug to like billion pound organisations or yeah, um, probably close to billion. But the quality of Netflix, um, so one of their features is quite. If you got if you use Netflix, it's pretty good where you can just you can uh, continue left off, uh, and yes. on that same page you can choose to play from the beginning, and on that same yeah. page you can look at previous series or seasons. Yes. Yeah. But on every other streaming site, BritBox, Disney. Yeah. You have to faff. I have to faff. Unless I'm worked out yet, you have to. If I, it would let me continue where I left off. Yeah. But if I want to start again, I have to rewind it back manually. Or yeah. it's just you have to go the long way round. If you want it's to change the episodes, problem, you have to go yeah. the long way round. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and you, it's just, yeah. And the search it's feature basics, for it, it's not very good. It's it's just one of these. Are they not allowed to have those features because it's sort of patented by Netflix, or are they just slow on the uptake? I don't maybe know. Cu- maybe cutting costs by just not implementing it because they don't need to if they've got enough subscribers. I actually stopped subscribing to BritBox directly. I do it through Amazon now, just because so I can use Amazon's because Amazon's player is not as good as Netflix, but it's better than the BritBox player. I actually had so many problems with the BritBox player, um, mm. same as you found. UK TV player is horrendous. Again, or you, know, you get some free content. The, the the way that works, if you get trapped in a, an ad cycle, you know, if you want to skip on, mm. and you, you kind of, you know, or you fast forward a bit or rewind a bit, <laughs> you have to rewatch ads. You get two yeah. minutes of ads, you have to rewatch. That's just, I mean, I, I mean, that's free, so I can't really moan too much about that one. But I'm with you on that one, mate. It's it's Netflix is the only one that's yeah. put together. Yeah. Even BBC iPlayer, who've been around a long time, if you click to watch an episode you've already started or re or continue watching 
it goes straight into the episode. If you want to change episodes, you have to sort of, like you said, go the long way around, go back to find the title of the episode, title of the series, and go back yeah. in that way. You can't find that menu to change yeah. episodes. It just replays from where you left off. So it's so frustrating, isn't it? I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. Have you got anything to, uh, to moan about? Um, price of football shirts. Bit of a random uh, one. I but, mean, they've um, been pricey for like for, they have like, been for a long time, forever. But I, what's it I now? I noticed then? on Sky Sports, I think it was, or maybe the Guardian. I can't remember which one it was. Not that I read the Guardian particularly, but um, they were saying the price of, and this was England women's shirts, and this is particularly annoying because they're trying to do so much to promote the, you know, in in yeah. the, the, the the women's game. But again, you know, you you want to get young fans, you want to get young people involved. Don't marginalise people by making it just for the people who can afford to spend. It's over a hundred pounds for for a kid's England woman shirt, That's and it's just like crazy. what what is you know with the cost of living the way things are. People want to support football, football clubs. People want to put money into football, um, grassroots and everything. Pick the FA, but you know they've got no excuse for for that kind of you know get a kit supplier. That's, that's that can do it at a reasonable price. Doesn't you, you don't have you, to be with Nike? You don't have to be with Umbro. No. Adidas. You know, go for someone that is going to get give you value for money. And, you're and gonna yeah, you, back to customers. If Nike or whoever want to make the money back, then you you think well, let world football governing bodies subsidise yeah. what they would. Yeah. So if they, so Nike, you know, I oh, will sell this kit for twenty quid mm. instead of eighty. Yeah. Then sixty pound could be subsidized Absolutely. by fifa or something if they're, if they're that yeah no they, 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 they could easily do that couldn't they easily do that yeah no it just makes me because you know i've got a young lad and, and another another, mm. another kid on the way and you know i'm sure they'll be interested or if they are interested in football it, it's going to be an expensive <laughs> hobby isn't it you know because yeah. when i was growing up i wanted football shirts but you know back then it was again it's, it's all relative odd quiz back then wasn't it? yeah like, yeah but again but inflation's not gone up that much that you know something that was now it was 30 quid in in 1998 is now worth 100 quid you know i'm not i'm not i'm no economist but i'm sure that's not how i do i do think though that, you know it's going to encourage people to get the old snide shirts they're going to get True. yeah yeah, yeah. You know, yeah i'm not saying i do that but i don't begrudge no. someone going i'm just going to get it for yeah you know tenor online and it the, the quality might not be as but you're wearing something with your mm. You know, you're wearing you're wearing something with your um, football teams. Uh, exactly. Or, a lot of fans now even wait till the end of the season. You know, they 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 because they're often massively massively reduced because they want to clear them. Um, again, sort of defeats the object because you know, again, football shirts used to be every used to change every two years, didn't they? Now it's every year. Oh yeah, yeah. I um in yeah. 1995, um, I oh, brought yes. the Manchester United. Did I tell you this? No. There was no. a blue and white third. Yeah, I remember kit, it. And it I had. It. Yeah. Yeah. If you remember, sharp, it had, like, sharp view come on it, wasn't it? it? Yeah, and it had all the football players from, from the club, sort of, oh, brilliant. sort of in light grey against white, I think. Yeah. So it was blue and white, and along the white stripes had all the foot pass football. That's yeah. pretty cool. And I got um, Ince eight on the back. Paul Ince, Ooh, right? Nice. Nice. Sorry to any non-football fans. <laughs> he was a Manchester United player, centre midfielder. Yeah. Um, and now manager within, of Reading, actually, just just manager Reading, yeah, yeah, he's done a good well, job. Well, within within what 24, 40 hours of getting in eight on the back and spending my Christmas money or birthday money, he left and he went to Inter oh, Milan. I know, of course, yeah, but yeah, you know, if, if if I had you know smartphone back then with the internet, I'd know in advance that Inter has yeah. been talked with Inter Milan to leave, and you know my brother got <laughs> Cantona, he had, he made the better decision. Yeah, I did and I was forever yeah. laughed at by my brother. Oh. I still wore it for a long time. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Definitely. You know, if, if that happened now, I think a club, all you'd have to do is a sob story on Twitter. Oh, my son brought, you know, he's just got a Ronaldo top and he's, what, Ronaldo's left? They probably, Ronaldo or the agent would probably refund. If you, I think they have done that, haven't they? Who was it? It might have been a United player, a Liverpool player, who, who signed for the club, got, got, well, got they a squad changed, number. Changed the squad number, yeah. And then change the squad number between the start of the season. Sorry, the, between when they got it and the start of the season because someone left. It might be Cavani. That was it. He was yeah. number seven. Cristiano Ronaldo right. arrived, yeah. That's right. So people were given a refund, weren't they, if they'd already had the shirt printed. Or well, Mason um, Greenwood, you know, the... Yeah, I'll give you, yeah. yeah I mean, he hasn't been tried in the court yet, but I think it's pretty bloody off. No, um, sorry to the non-sporty fans. 
Well, we'll sign off now, but like, let's just right. sign off by... We've spoken about your podcast, but... Yeah, where, so where it's... Uh, don't forget you can buy Gherkins. Do you want to uh, remind people of that reference? To, you know, I'm so, yeah, in the drunk that. episode, which I mentioned earlier in this in this pod, um, <laughs> Les, the barman, the first barman of the Crown, is trying to drum up trade. And he's offering tasty bar snacks, freshly prepared yeah. on the premises. And uh, one of those is uh, uh, a goodbye gherkin. Um, and uh, yeah, and he quotes it. I, I've actually paraphrased the line because the actual line is, girls, you've forgotten your goodbye gherkins. Um, but I sort of adapted it slightly. Yeah. To don't forget your goodbye gherkins. Which, yeah. I've, I'm, I'm, hopefully people, fans of the show will, will get it. Admittedly, people perhaps might not, which is why my Twitter handle is at MBBpod. So just to keep it, you know, just to ground it, and it is just say and maybe by the podcast. I, I, I yeah, and so at MBB Pod is the Twitter handle. It is, yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah. If if you want to come on as a guest, then then be very very welcome. And you and you, did, you, you, you talk night. through episode by episode and find talk through episode by episode. I've been doing some character bios. I've just done one for um, sorry, uh, yeah, actor and character bios. Just one for Valerie Menifee who played. Um, uh, her name has just gone completely out of my head. Anthea. Anthea, thank you. I don't know why that just went completely out of my head. Uh, yeah, we played Anthea, so I've just, just done that, so that, that'll be on uh, in Series 2, actually. I've written it and recorded it. Uh, yeah, so just look through episodes and, yeah, just, just talk about what, what made the show great um, and just, just have a laugh, really. I'm just really enjoying doing it because it's just such a fantastic show, real sort of... You talk about comedy shows being a comfort blanket i love that line when you said that to me off off pod before mm-hmm. and you're absolutely right there's some shows you just go to yeah not to keep you feeling down but just just you know you feel safe with don't you you know yeah. you, you you're in good company you're going to enjoy it you might not even laugh out loud at every joke anymore mm. but it's just comfortable to have it there isn't it it's just mm. you know you're like with it's gonna sound really weird. You go like with friends, like I mean, people you know. You just, it just, and for me, it evokes memories as well. It evokes memories when I first watched it, the people I've watched it with, um, and so yeah, it's nice to chat to people who have the similar interests. And that's how I met yeah. you, Tom, and become good pals since then. Through just you chatting about one foot in the grave, and 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 just finding someone else who really loved the show when it was on and, and has loved it since, uh, and hopefully the same memory badly. Um, yeah, hopefully. I mean, it's it's another sitcom of the '90s that deserves a bit more of um, a bit more praise. Yeah. It was it massive in the '90s, wasn't it? Lad culture and all that. But oh yeah, yeah seemingly forgotten yeah. about. And this is something, something about that, '90s um, comedies that just get pushed to one side. It's comedy yeah. '60s, '70s. They still get spoken about, you know, yeah. even across the social media platforms. But yeah, our, our your 2.4 children, your memory value. Yeah. Vicar Dibley is probably the exception that seems because that sort of went on into the 2000s, didn't it? And yeah, it did. It, it arguably had a huge star in Dawn French, who's kind of you know kept herself kind of going with the BBC. Mm. So the BBC will continue to plug it, you know, and, and what have you. Whereas I think the others have gone on to do other things. Um, you know, Simon Nye wasn't a BBC writer, Martin Clunes wasn't a BBC actor. Whereas you know, I think some actors kind of quite loyal to the BBC and, and, and get that kind of reflected back, but. Um, yeah, it's it's some shows achieve that royalty status, don't they? Of of kind of they'll never they'll never come off the podium, will they? Really, mm. early fools and horses, um, yeah, Moy Towers, I think arguably the Office now, um, Blackadder, you know, Blackadder yeah. are up there. Whereas I think there's like a, a, a sort of second rung where yeah. shows like One Foot in the Grave, maybe even Badly, um. Mm porridge open all hours and perhaps sit where people go oh i remember that it was great but perhaps couldn't quote it as much and that's yeah. kind of our job isn't it to kind of yeah. get people yeah talking about it a bit. I, d- I didn't realize before i did the podcast i didn't realize how cult-like maybe um one foot was like in respect yeah. that it's just that i just used to think fools and horses blackadder mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. bolty towers the office had that type of fan who could just quote anything and and recall yeah. any moment I didn't yeah. think that that was really that really existed for one foot, and they, I stand corrected. You know, I I entered the podcast in world with a certain amount of knowledge and love, yeah. but it obviously grew throughout time. But uh, yeah, well done on, on the podcast, and I look forward to making an appearance. Thank you. Yeah, if you'll have me, um, 
you know, in the near future. And yeah, no, no, it. mate, definitely. Yeah, we will fix up a, a, a time and date for that. Oh. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. That's, that's well, gonna, well, yeah. thank you, thank you, Simon, for uh, joining me at last minute this evening. Yeah, I hope I hope listeners back home have enjoyed. If you haven't left a review for 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 myself or Simon yet, yeah, please do. That'd be most welcoming to see because um, it does help little podcasts. Call us little. Yeah. I don't want to diss us, no, but no. you know we're small fry compared to you know yeah. the big boys who you know have already got their celebrity status. But it just it just helps, you know. Five star is preferable. Um, if you have written a four star below, then I've got nothing to say to you. No, <laughs> everyone's been kind um, to me anyway. Turn it back to you, mate. Anyway, <laughs> love it. <laughs> but yes, um, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, get in touch with me if you if you so wish. You know my handles by now. Just one more reminder of your handle, Mr. Smith. So it's at mbbpod, and you can email mbbpod at yahoo.com. Thank you very much. If you're Simon Nye or Caroline Quentin or Martin Clunes and you want to come on the show. Uh, oh, that's the dream. That's the goal. You've got to have that goal. If I can get Richard You've on, set the bar very high, Mr. I didn't. Mr. I didn't. Th- th- yeah, I mean, God, I expect yeah, so yeah. that it was, yeah, you've incredible. Done, but I think great. it's. You've done, no, you've done a great job. You know, from, you, from early days of reviewing the episodes to, to, to getting the royalty on is, you know, in such a short space of time as well. You've done, you've mm. done a remarkable job. So well Thank done. you, mate. Well, it's cliche and corny, but you can't do it without listeners actually listening in and, and giving nice feedback. But uh, yes, thank you very much. Thank you to you all. And um, have a great rest of the, uh, well, it's Jubilee week coming up. So hope you all have, uh, well, when this is released, God knows that's been in the past, but hope you well, had a uh, great Jubilee well, week. Would Victor be having a Jubilee party? Do you think? Party? Um, <laughs> if he did, I think he'd try and organise one, but something would annoy him, wouldn't it? You know, Mrs. Warboy's interfering with it, perhaps, or the fact he's got to sit next to Patrick or something. You know, he would he would find something irritating about it. Oh, but I know I know who would be coordinating in the street, and that would be Mr. Swaney. Oh yeah. With, oh yeah. With his yeah. um, yeah. Uh, outward bound for the elderly yeah. lot, I think that would be. Yeah, that that would have been nice if they'd done uh something similar back in and uh, so well, if, if, it, if it hung on for two more years it would have been the um 50 is it 50 years anniversary wouldn't it mm. 2002 yeah 2002 so, yeah. golden jubilee yeah. yeah yeah that would have been uh, interesting to see but uh, uh, i don't know maybe there's a a, a fan script writer out there who could, who could jot this down yeah yeah it's another script yeah. idea or maybe there's another book coming out by david in the future where he's got new storylines who knows but uh yeah, no. david you're not you're not finished yet david don't retire yet yeah we'll, we'll stories to tell us because you love, further, it. Yeah. love it so much keep writing it <laughs> well yeah. let's hope that, let's hope the stage play goes ahead that, yeah that, let's do because that that is that would be marvelous a lot of people say leave it alone you know but it's never wrong no, bringing it no, to no, life i mean i think there's, there's be, what an experience that would be that would yeah. be a great experience to see yeah, you know the Fools and Horses musical is been basically a success. You know, yeah. it's overwhelmingly a success. You know, mm-hmm. and I think, and 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 that didn't people didn't have didn't have high hopes for that given the the uh, the, the size. Look at the musicals that bomb. You know, musicals bomb, don't they? Often mm. for no, and they could be a good musical, but they just don't fall right. But no, I think I mean like some of that Paul Whitehouse involved just perhaps adds that extra. Yeah quality and the writing and, and, the, and the delivery and yeah. yeah and jim sullivan like having a jim Su- yeah yeah the son of the, the media himself yeah relative yeah. Of, of the great writer well the yeah. son that that helps as well but no i mean we could do another podcast on this good way but uh, i will uh, let the <laughs> listeners ears rest from here on out from uh, here here and us but yeah thank you simon have a great thank week you. and Just thank you, you listeners. Too, take care oh, I want food.